Welcome to the Food Freedom Life podcast, where we'll chat about everything food, body image, and emotional healing. If you want eating, movement, and health to be a part of your life without taking up your whole life, you're in the right place. I'm your host and registered dietitian, Brittany Allison, and I'm here to bring you the best tips, tools, strategies, hacks, and inspirational stories that will help you get out of the diet binge cycle so that you can heal, eat, and make room for the things that truly matter. Grab your coffee and let's chat. This is the Food Freedom Life podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, I'm diving into body acceptance, what it is, what it isn't, and this idea of letting yourself go. It's a huge misconception that people have that if you accept your body or love your body as it is when it's not in its quote unquote ideal or smallest or most toned or whatever form, it means you're giving up. And I want to explain today why that's not the case. If you feel like there's no way you can love yourself and feel like you're doing the right thing in the body that you are right now, don't worry. Today, I'm going to give you the goods to make you feel better about this. Before we dive into this, I wanted to share that today, this episode is brought to you by Food Freedom University, my 12-week group program that will get you unstuck in your relationship with food, body image, and exercise. If you've been spinning your wheels, trying your hand at the healing process on your own, or thinking about trying it on your own, but you ultimately haven't gotten anywhere, this is for you. We get started the week of January 9th, and spots are limited, so you don't want to miss out. Head to BrittanyAllisonRD.com slash group hyphen coaching to learn more. So in dieting, we are taught that if you hate your body enough, if you want to change it badly enough, if you focus on all the parts that aren't good enough, it'll keep you in line and it'll keep you on track. So you go to the gym to work off what you've eaten or to burn as many calories as possible to earn food. And it usually gets amped up for the summer or when you're going on vacation or a big event is coming up. And what's really interesting about that is when I actually talk to people, a lot of them say that when they did lose weight, they just found other things to pick apart about themselves. So it's not like, oh, once you get there, which many people don't even get there, wherever that is, but once you hate yourself into thinness, then you'll be happy. But people just find other things they hate about themselves. And honestly, I did the exact same thing too. It was never good enough. That goalpost that I was aiming for just kept moving and moving and moving further away. Because if you're taught to hate yourself to be better, when is it going to end? We also can't forget that this is great marketing for the diet industry, right? Because they have really taught us that if you hate yourself enough, you'll get there. So then you just keep hating yourself. And then you keep feeling like you need to fix yourself because you're so terrible. And then you keep buying programs or plans or whatever else it is. The diet industry loves it. They love your self-hatred. They love all of our self-hatred. They're making big bucks off of how much we hate ourselves. So don't forget that. When we live in this mindset of hating ourselves, constantly trying to lose weight and wanting to change, that means that you're moving forward in life. So if you come from living out and embracing that outlook for 10 to 50 years, it is really hard to wrap our heads around doing it completely differently. And in intuitive eating, it's really about body acceptance. And that can feel so scary when it feels like if you like yourself, you're giving up. If that's what's been drilled into your mind for your whole entire life. And it's like, well, okay, let's focus on reality. You have the body you have today. That's the only body you can have. That's the only body you're ever going to have. And there's nothing you can do to change your body today, right this minute, right this second. So if you're always focusing on what you hate about yourself, what you want to change, you're never living in the moment. 
And then your life passes you by. And what was the point of all of it anyway? So it's really interesting. It's kind of like this catch 22 that diet culture puts you into that keeps you spinning your wheels. It's like, I don't want to accept my body. Okay, fine. But you still have the body you have today. Like, sorry, you you don't really get a choice. It kind of just is what it is. And you can choose to deny it and just try to fight your way and hate your way out too. Or we can really work on this body acceptance thing. Because the truth of it is, when you accept your body, you actually really treat it better. And we see that in research too, that when people have greater self-acceptance, they have greater health outcomes, regardless of what their weight is. And I know that might sound weird because when we think about it, it's like, okay, so I've been hating my body for so long. And because of that hate, I've been eating quote unquote healthy food and I've been working out. So hate equals health because I've been doing all these healthy things. When in reality, That hate is what actually causes you to binge or to do all these other things to go off the rails and burn out and have all these ups and downs and the roller coaster ride of dieting. So I really want you to ask yourself, do you have anything, even a physical thing that you hate, that you take good care of? Because even when I was dieting and really hating on my body, no matter how thin I got, I wasn't really... I mean, yes, I was eating, you know, healthy food, but not in a healthy way. I wasn't eating enough. I was beating myself up about everything. I was binging every weekend. I was working out too much. My mental state was a bunch of hate. There was nothing I could do to make everything okay. So it's like, what's the point of hating your body to try to lose weight? I mean, even if you lose the weight, you still can't enjoy your life. And it's so interesting how we've really been taught the minute I say, accept your body, people are so triggered and they feel like, oh, that means I'm giving up. And now I'm just going to sit on the couch and eat cookies and never exercise or ever move my body again. And I just want to ask, who told you that if you're feeling that way? Where did you hear that? Is that true? I never said that. That's not what I want for you if that doesn't feel good for you. It most likely comes from the fact that when you were dieting in the past, every time you were kind of in between a diet before you started your next one, you were doing that. You weren't moving. You were just sitting on the couch and eating cookies and binging all the time. And so that's what you think not dieting looks like, but it's not. That's not what not dieting looks like. That's what being burnt out from dieting looks like. That's what rebounding from a diet looks like. That's just, that's not what just not dieting looks like. So I want you to remember that. Shame and hate around food in our bodies cause things like binge eating. It causes that all or nothing mentality where you're either going all out or you're doing nothing at all. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced that. And when you accept your body and just focus on feeling good and listening to it, you'll have a lot more balance in your life, both mentally and physically. So you'll find your weight stabilizes the way you eat stabilizes. You're not eating perfect on the weekdays and then eating everything in sight on the weekends. You're just including it all, all the food groups and all the things you love each day in a much more balanced and easy way. You can have some ice cream and not eat the whole pint every single time you have one bite. It doesn't lead to the whole pint being gone. You can still enjoy that ice cream every day if you want. And that's the thing is you can have such stability mentally and physically. This doesn't have to be the biggest issue of your life that's taking over your life. It literally can just be a part of your life and it feels good and you enjoy it. And like, yeah, I want you to take care of yourself and feel good in your body. So 
yes, there gets to be some focus on it. You have to focus on food a little bit. You have to focus on moving your body a little bit, but it doesn't have to be the sole reason for living. It doesn't have to be wrought with obsession. So you really do get to a place of stabilization. You really do get to stabilize mentally. I mean, just think about how nice it would be to stop thinking about food in your body 24-7. Just imagine a life where those thoughts were not in your head anymore. What would you even do? You'd have so much more time in your day to work on things that you actually love and enjoy and have purpose for. So I want to get into how you can accept your body in the here and now, because you may be having a hard time with, okay, I get what you're saying, but how do I do that? Like, I'm not necessarily loving my body right now, and I don't even know where to begin. So I'm going to give you a few things that you can work on. And there's a lot that goes into this, but you can start here. So the first one I want to talk about is very abstract. It's kind of loving towards yourself. It's being kind and compassionate with yourself. What I'm essentially saying is to literally hug that inner child. And to explain what I'm talking about, there is a little younger version of yourself inside of you that is craving your love and attention. That little version of yourself is screaming at you for your love and attention. And a lot of the times we aren't giving it to them because we don't even know that they're there. And we're so caught up in our life and hating ourselves that we don't give this part of ourselves any attention. I want you to go back to a time in your life where you first started feeling unworthy in your body. And maybe this would be a time where you started feeling that you weren't enough. So the feeling you have of, I don't like my body, I need to change it, I'm so unworthy of love or attention or praise, I want you to go back and think about when did you first start feeling this? And most likely, this will be a time in your life when you were a kid. And I want you to really get that image of that small version of yourself, that image of your inner child. And I want you to see them and look at them and really just imagine this little kid. And I want you to give them so much love because that's what they deserve. Hug them, tell them things that they need to hear in that moment that she didn't hear, that they didn't hear in that moment, that maybe altered their life for a lot of their life until now. Maybe somebody told her something really mean about her body or made her feel sad. You may think like, oh, that's not a big deal. But for little kids, things like that can be trauma. And then they are a part of your life forever. You hold on to that feeling, especially if you're feeling that feeling right now. It's like you can feel it as if it's happening today, but it's not happening today. It was happening when you were a little girl. So notice how powerful feelings are. And this is why I want you to go back and really love on that little kid because you can actually heal this part of your life. And to make it a bit more practical, if you're thinking this is too abstract, find a picture of yourself around that age that you're envisioning and put it on your mirror. And actually talk to that picture because that makes it a bit more tangible. That little girl from when you were young is still you. You're still that same person. And I think as we grow up, we kind of detach from that, right? We think we should be hard and we should be perfect. But to add on to this, put that picture on your mirror. When you're looking in the mirror, because a lot of stuff that's negative can come up when you're looking in the mirror and negative thoughts and really mean things come out, put that little kid on your mirror. And when you start saying these really mean things to yourself or picking yourself apart, you have to look at the picture and you have to say it to them. 
And I don't want to say I promise you because I can't really promise you, but I really can probably tell you that you're not going to be able to say those things that you're saying to yourself to that little girl because you just can't do it. You don't want to because you love her and you have compassion for her. I want you to give her compassion because that compassion that you feel for her makes it so much easier to give to yourself in the present because you are this person. And this is a really good exercise. So definitely try this out. Something that comes up a lot is the anxiety of showing your body. And where I live is freezing cold right now. So that's not necessarily a huge issue, but summer comes up real quick or you might be going on vacation this winter, or you might be going to an exercise class, whatever it is. So we kind of feel this anxiety like, oh my God, I'm going to have to wear shorts and tank tops and t-shirts because you're not going to cover up when you're boiling. So it is about getting clothes that feel good to you, but also this might feel really scary. It's about checking in with that little girl who is the one who's feeling all this fear. It's not you in the present. It's that past experience or experiences that you've had that are bringing up those emotions in the present. It's about giving her some love and attention because that's, again, who's really feeling the fear. And that's what self-love is. It's very much the emotional side. It's not necessarily loving how you look all the time. It's loving the emotional side of yourself. It's when you want to be mean and nasty. You're actually like, okay, I can feel this coming up. And no, I'm just going to be nice to myself and gentle. I don't need to be so mean right now. So when that unworthiness comes up, it's just like, give it a little love instead of so much hate because your little girl's in there, you're in there, and you get to honor both of them, you and her. And I would also reflect back on when you were a kid and going out and doing an activity, whether it's a warm weather activity like going to the pool or the beach or just going to the mall or a friend's house or a family party, what were you excited about? It wasn't, oh, I'm going to sit here perfectly so I look really good and make sure nobody sees my stomach rolls. You enjoyed yourself and made your own fun and played games. And that's what life is about. It's not about looking a certain way when you go somewhere. It's about actually having fun when you're there. We get really caught up in the way we look doing certain things instead of actually enjoying those things. So focus on that as well. Screw how you look doing it. Go out and do some fun stuff and you'll find that you worry less and less about how you look if you actually are just enjoying your life instead of feeling stiff and awkward. So next time you're worried about how you look, go back and pretend you're bringing your little six-year-old self and really embody that excitement that she has instead of thinking about the fears that you have almost act as if they're coming along with you. It might make a change. Another thing that you can really do to just live in acceptance of right now in your body is to wear clothes that do actually make you feel comfortable. And you can make this your new norm. So what I mean by that is if you are nervous and scared to wear those shorts because you never show your legs or to wear that tank top, because I know a lot of you have insecurities coming from showing your full arms, But when it's so hot, whether it's summer or vacation or exercise class, that's something you would actually rather wear because you're more comfortable in it because you're so hot. I totally get why this would be scary, but I also know that until you actually do it, like you actually put on the clothes that scare you, it will always seem scary. So I just really want to give you a little nice loving nudge to put on those clothes. Enjoy your life. Make it the new norm. Get out there, wear what you want to wear, and also make sure that your clothes are fitting properly and they feel good. 
I don't like wearing anything that's going to be too tight on me or would just feel uncomfortable. And, you know, we can get really sad about having to try on bigger clothes or needing to size up, but we can also be like, awesome, this fits me great. Now I feel more comfortable. And that's kind of putting your value of comfort over judging yourself for this piece of material that doesn't fit right. Like a pair of jeans, even if you love them, if they don't fit anymore, why do you love them more than your happiness? Go get more jeans that fit you right now. And I promise you're going to love them more. But we do put so much meaning into it. Like if I don't fit into these jeans that I love anymore, it means all these horrible things, but it doesn't mean anything. It just means they don't fit. And you can go get new jeans that feel really good. You don't want to be walking around with jeans or pants or shirts that are too tight or make you feel a certain way. Just be comfy. And I'm not saying to go buy the most baggy oversized thing. I mean, if you love oversized clothing, that's cool. But I'm I'm not saying to go get all these boxy clothes because you can't show your body. You know, do whatever feels good to you. You can still be sexy. You can still feel good in your body. You can still feel beautiful. You can do it all instead of oh, I won't wear the cute stuff or I won't bother with this new stuff until I've lost X pounds. Well, then of course you're going to think being in a bigger body is less attractive because you're not even dressing yourself in the same way you dressed a body that was smaller. So we really have to think about how we are also affecting ourselves. So go out there and get the clothes that you want. And I and I know that sometimes it's like, well, I can't afford to buy an entire new wardrobe. Just go buy one new thing. Go buy one new t-shirt or a pair of jeans that fit you like a glove and make you feel good. And I understand that if you're in a larger body, sometimes it's hard to find things like that. But you may just have to make it your mission and do it because what's the other choice, right? You can rock any clothes that you want and you can still feel good in your skin. And the more you face your fears of doing this because you think you'll die if you put on a tank top or show your arms, I mean, that seriously is a real fear. But when you get out of your comfort zone, You'll probably wear the tank top all day and you'll realize that nothing happened. It's really not a big deal. And you'll notice that the people around you, they don't give a crap about your arm showing. They're so worried about themselves and how they look. And if anybody's judging them that, you know, everybody's doing the same thing. I'm not going to lie, though, that there are some rude people out there. Sometimes they are family members. But it is so rare that somebody will actually say something to you on the street. And most of the people you are hanging around with are loved ones, and they're going to love you regardless. And another thing to really think about is, okay, so say your arms are too big and you don't want to show them. Well, when you show them, and even if somebody looked at your arm like that girl has a big arm, what does it matter? What is the change? What is it affecting? It's just something to think about because I think we can get really in our heads about worrying what people think. But if you really break it down, it's like, okay, so say they did think that your arms are big, then what? Well, then they think your arms are big and you can carry on with your day. It doesn't go anywhere from there. Their opinion is not the truth at the end of the day. We can also just get really worried about wanting to look attractive, right? Even people who are in happy relationships or married people, it's not like they're looking for a sexual partner, but they're worried about being attractive. And it's like, well, what are you trying to attract? It's really interesting. So you need to break down your fears, break down the things that you think are going to stop you from living your life and see if they're actually real. Because a lot of our beliefs and a lot of our fears are totally false. 
they're so caught up in our head that we kind of stop at level one. Like, oh, if I have cellulite and show it, that'll be embarrassing. But why? Really break it down. What could happen? Why would that be embarrassing? Really think about it, journal about it, write it down. And you're going to figure out that when you get to the end of this discovery, nothing would actually end up happening. Nothing would change. It wouldn't really affect anything. And I get that it's hard. We do live in a fat phobic culture, but you also have to learn how to be so accepting of yourself that the other stuff doesn't affect you as much. And now that personally, I'm strong in my own body acceptance and loving of myself, I love everybody else just the same. I don't even really see bodies the way I used to. I just see people and how cool they are. And if they're funny or if they're smart or if they have a cool outfit on, I'm not like, oh, look at your body or your shape or your size. And if somebody like, if you have a parent that's always bugging you or a friend that's always harping on you about you should go to the gym with them or go on a diet with them, that is their own shit. That is their own shit that they're putting on you. People project all of their stuff onto you. So just try to remember that. It's just a projection of their own stuff. It's not yours. You are worthy. There is not one person that is more worthy than you. It's just like bodies. I don't care if somebody has the societal body that everybody looks up to. That doesn't make them more worthy of anything. We are all born humans. No matter what, we are all on the same level. I don't care where you're at in the world. All humans have the exact same worthiness. When you're born, you're a pure, innocent baby. It's not like, oh yeah, that one's really not very worthy. We all started in this place of worthiness and the world makes us into the beings that we are. You are worth it to do all of this. Another thing I want to share with you to really start having that body acceptance is to stop dieting and to look, just look into the first steps of intuitive eating. And if you're like, what is intuitive eating? I'm going to do a podcast episode on it next. And that is actually what intuitive eating is. So you can learn all about it next week. But I wanted to make a point to start off this podcast with, if I accept my body, does that mean I'm letting myself go? And I want you to know that focusing on weight loss will send you back into a spiral of body hate and the restriction. And then you just get stuck again and again and again in this cycle. So that's why intuitive eating is such a good place to begin to get out of all of this because it is going to give you a sense of body acceptance because now you don't have to focus on weight anymore. And it becomes more about being in tune with yourself and trusting yourself. So I I really, really recommend getting off diets. And I'm sure you've heard me say that a million different times on different platforms. And I'm going to keep saying it forever, but just look into this intuitive eating thing. Again, I'm going to talk about it next week. I'm not going to go into every single crevice of intuitive eating right now, but it is about listening to your body and not trying to manipulate it and change it and have weight loss on the brain all the time. All of that just goes to the side. Because when you do try to change and manipulate your body, it just ends up to be this crazy mess. Your mental state goes, your food obsession comes back. There's just so much. So I really want you to focus on these first steps of really just starting to feel good in your body. Intuitive eating is allowing all food, yes, but I also want to make sure that you're focusing on how you feel when you eat these foods. So it's not an all out letting yourself go. Like I'm just going to eat everything and never listen to my body and feel like crap all the time. It's the opposite. I'm sharing with you how I want you to allow all foods, go eat the foods that you love and enjoy. And when I say all foods, it's the ones that you're thinking of, the ones you fear, the ones you restrict, 
those are allowed. It's not just the healthy ones that you're thinking of. And you get to really tune in and listen and ask, how does my body feel when I'm eating this? And that's how body acceptance is related to all of this. Because when you do accept your body, the focus of weight loss is put in the background. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And then you can really focus on listening to your body and your body will share what it wants and what it needs. But it starts with trust. There's a lot that goes into intuitive eating, but that's why I'm I'm talking about the first steps and not necessarily diving into everything because it can be a bit overwhelming, but also it's liberating. I think a lot of people that come and speak with me are like, I just found this and it makes so much sense. How did I not know about this before? This feels like the right way to do it. Because it is. We were all born intuitive eaters, right? When you were a baby, you cried until you got some milk. And when you were full, you stopped and you didn't think about it again until you were hungry. And then you cried again. That's how food should be, but maybe without the tears in your adult life. So if you're obsessing over food, if you pick your body apart, if food thoughts and body thoughts are taking over your life, intuitive eating will make that stop. I honestly do not think about food until I'm hungry. And I would love to give you a glance into my pre-intuitive eating brain, just how obsessed I was, how I couldn't even focus on work. I couldn't focus on social events. I couldn't focus on anything. I was just daydreaming about what I should be eating, what I can eat, what I shouldn't have eaten. And that's not a life. That is living to lose weight. And I want you to feel good so that you can live your life the opposite way around. I want you to focus on wellness. And overall, that means mental and physical and all the other stuff, not just eating chicken and broccoli. That is not healthy. I'm sorry. Because when you sit there at work all day thinking about those stale donuts in the staff room so you don't even get any work done, that is not healthy. Or when you're working from home and you're thinking about what's in the cupboard and you're obsessing over it all day, that is not healthy because you probably end up eating way more of that food anyways because you're obsessing. And so with intuitive eating, you could be like, oh, those look so good. And you just take one and then maybe you only half of it and you carry on with your day and then you have lunch and you just keep going. I mean, it's so powerful and definitely know that it's part of accepting your body because if you're still dieting, you can't truly accept your body. So if you want to learn more about how to accept your body, how to become an intuitive eater, how to break free from food obsession, my group coaching program, Food Freedom University, starts the week of January 9th, 2023. If you are interested in learning more about this or to get some more details, feel free to head to brittanyallisonrd.com slash group hyphen coaching or email me at brittany at brittanyallisonrd.com and just be like, hey. That sounds interesting. And we'll just chat. I'll ask you a few questions about you, get to know you a little bit, see if you want to move forward with chatting more about potentially working together or just how I can help. So no matter what, reach out. It doesn't have to be some huge, massive commitment to come in and email me. It could just be like, hey, I want a bit of info. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you learned some new things and got some value and you can really start stepping into accepting your body. See you next week.